the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. We see practically every day, if not more frequently, the need for people to uh, step up and fulfill the obligations of their most important political office if we're going to save our country, our freedom, uh, and republic. My name is Greg Britton, the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, as well as the Unite IE Coalition of Conservative and Patriot Groups in the Inland Empire area of Southern California, where our extremist, dangerous, racist, homophobic, transphobic mission is to unite freedom-loving, America-loving Americans and magnify our strength and effectiveness in making and keeping America great, free, and prosperous. If that doesn't say extremism, I don't know what does. Joining me again today, uh, we've had him on the show before, is Jared Gustafson. He is with the Inland Empire Liberty Coalition, and we welcome him back to the show. He's an activist in the Redlands area. He has some interesting goings-on in the Redlands both with the city council and in the uh, with the school district to uh, discuss, among other things, where we can uh, display our cisgender white supremacy and explain <laughs> the news to you. Oh, jeez! <laughs> Welcome yeah. to the show, Jared. Well, thank you so much for having me, Greg. It's an honor to be back on the show, and I really appreciate what you're doing. And that's kind of what wanted I wanted to come on and just share, and really thank you for what you've what you've done at this Redland City Council meeting. Uh, what you, what you did the, uh, a couple of weeks ago really ignited a flame and, uh, there was really a, a, quite a huge response from the local community. And it all, all it takes is one person sometimes just speaking up and, uh, and taking a stand for truth. And when you did that, it really encouraged me. Good. Um, Andrew Breitbart, one of my political heroes, he says that, uh, walk towards the fire. Those things that they say to you are intended to stop you in your tracks. Right. But if you keep going, you're sending a message to the people who are agreeing with you that they can do it too. Yes. Yes, exactly. And I'm not sure if your listeners understand what took place. Have you talked about this before or should we give them kind of a summary? I think we should. I think we should. Uh, uh, we've mentioned it, I think, but um, let's make, you know, so they know what we're talking about, not just we know what we're talking about. Right. Back in November, after the election, I went down to the city council meeting to uh, speak in public comment about Measure F. So the Redland City Council in 2020 had put Measure G on the ballot to promote high-rise stack-and-pack apartments. And the, the voters of Redlands turned it down by two to one. The city council, nevertheless, then approved some of that development using an exemption in existing law that before the election, they said, we can't use it. Then after the election, when they lost, they suddenly decided, yes, we can use it. Yeah. Then in the last election, they <laughs> put Measure F on the ballot, which would, again, to facilitate the high-rise stack-of-pack apartments we see sprouting up all over the place. And they want to bring those to more of those to Redlands. Uh, and the, the voters turned it down by 62 to 38. Again. Right. So I went, so I went down to city council to basically say, you know, point out that record. And guys, instead of trying to circumvent the will of the voters. Right. You should honor it. The okay. audacious request that they had actually honored democracy. Yes. Yes. The will Our of the democracy elected them. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's funny how the, the the most vociferous defenders of our democracy, trademarked, yeah. uh, are not want to undermine it and circumvent it and get around it whenever the results of our democracy doesn't go, their, go way. their way. Yeah. Okay. 
So, but they also had that that evening on the agenda, but on the consent calendar, but it will have a bunch of items that there are, they think are non-controversial, and they'll approve them in mass, was Transgender Remembrance Day. Right. Suppose, it's supposedly to um, honor all of the transgender people who have been murdered in terrible, horrible, transgender-phobic America. Right. Okay, so I, I, I figured I knew it would be controversial to discuss transgender, but I can't say other people should stand up for the truth and risk the, and risk the uh, literal or figurative slings and arrows. And isn't that, not, so, isn't that so will- common? Isn't that yes. so common, though, that so many people, someone should say something, someone should stand up. Well, what yes. if you are the someone and you were I, the someone? So I decided that I needed I needed to say something. And I, so I, I, I'm not going to do the whole thing, but basically, you know, truth is truth. Truth is not racist. It is not homophobic. It is not transphobic. Truth is truth. And the famous story of the emperor with new clo- no, no clothes on, everyone was afraid to speak the truth that the emperor, in this case, the uh, transgender empress, was standing there stark <laughs> naked, and we could see her penis. <laughs> Two words that you, and, 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 until probably, certainly 10 years ago, maybe even five years ago, you would never thought those two words Right. We'll go to the other penis. <laughs> Honor the pronouns, Greg. Yes. Uh, um, but by the way, my, my um, I, don't, I do not have preferred pronouns, but I do have preferred adjectives and they are yeah. handsome and brilliant. So I insist whenever you're talking about me that you use my preferred adjectives. I don't know if you noticed in my speech, but I referred to you as Britain the Brilliant when I was oh. Ad- oh. addressing Denise. I said, when you tried to silence Britain the Brilliant, that's what we're calling him from now on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, 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 I appreciate you honoring my... Uh, honoring your adjectives. For, for, for yeah. adjectives. So I went on to say, look, and for as long as there's been multi-cell life on planet Earth, there have been two genders, male and female, and you can't switch between them. No species right. can. Right. And what's, what's happening now is, and certainly we all, we all condemn unlawful violence against everyone. Yeah. Okay, but what, this is there's a larger agenda here, right? Don't we, we we didn't have victims of illegal aliens Remembrance Day, right? We didn't have victims of open borders and mass fentanyl trafficking Remembrance Day, right? Yeah, we're doing we're doing transgender Remembrance Day because there's an agenda behind it that involves confusing children about this. Making it seem like yeah. cool and hip, and to switch, change your gender. Then they give them first puberty blockers, which haven't been tested for this purpose, can cause osteoporosis, inf- interfere with uh, mental development. One of those drugs is Lupron, right? Which is given to chemically castrate sex, sex offenders. offenders, right? Then you go on to the um, so then you go on to the uh, actual cross sex hormones, which permanently sterilize the children and then ultimately on to surgery. So the agenda is, and it's happening all over the country now, to chemically and surgically castrate, mutilate, and sterilize children. Children who cannot, by the way, get a tattoo, right? cannot drive, cannot drink, cannot vote, cannot buy a gun. But, yeah. but, but, if, you, but, but they want, if you can confuse them, they can make permanent, life-altering decisions to cut off their genitals and sterilize themselves. Right. And that's, that's evil awful. and wicked. And that's, yeah. and that's basically what I said. It was interesting. Yeah. When I was done speaking, the room was silent. <laughs> no applause, no booze, no nothing. And then the city council members, the two, uh, Comrade Lowry Guzman and Comrade Davis. The radical up, leftists. Yeah. Uh, spoke on that. And, you know, uh, uh, Guzman says, we're not going to tolerate that. Well, hate speech and then she yeah, called it violent yeah yeah my words are violence newsflash so, words can't be violent yes so <laughs> words uh, we're, so we're taking the story's taking a little while here so so then so then at the next city council meeting all of the not all of them but the redlands lefties motivate 
and organize to turn out lots of people. And a fair number of our people turned out to address this. It was one of those uh, public meetings where it goes on for two or three hours of public comment. And and I would compliment, by the way, uh, Mayor Barrich, who just who remained calm and just worked your way through it and let everyone who wanted to speak speak. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I thought what was interesting is, uh, well, first off, what's interesting about Transgender Day of Remembrance is like the police. I don't see a police department day of remembrance or fallen firefighters or anything that. So you are absolutely correct that this is a part of a larger narrative um, where these two uh, social justice warriors, you know, pretend to be the saviors of the LGBTQ community. And it's nothing more than virtue signaling. And you're right that it impacts children. And I find it very concerning because they're taking national statistics of what happens to a marginalized group they're claiming, and they're superimposing that on our city to mischaracterize our city as some kind of hateful place. None of those crimes, to my knowledge, happened in our town, but they do this as as a means to really just virtue signal to their their base. And it, it's nothing. It has nothing to do with actually helping transgender people or people that identify as transgender. No, and it's it, and. Whether any of those examples are true or not, um, mm-hmm. I don't know, because so many of so-called hate crimes turn out to be hoaxes. Yeah. And, um, but they're used, they're weaponized to advance the political agenda of the left. And right. Also to shut us up. Well, if you criticize transgender, if you criticize mutilating and castrating and sterilizing children, then you're responsible. You're, you're causing violence. You're going to cause somebody to commit acts of violence. Yeah. And I think we just we just need to we just need to categorically reject that is we, we can criticize what's wrong. That's, yeah. It would be like we need to take a break. here. It'd be like saying you can't criticize slavery because you may cause people, either the slaves or the or people that want slaves to be free to to yeah. commit acts of violence against slave yeah. owners. Right. That'd be ridicu- that, that would be absolutely ridiculous. And yeah. we should reject that subterfuge and ploy to limit our free speech rights. Let's take a pause here. I've I've had most of the um, first segment here. We'll let you talk a little bit more in our next segment after this word from Ed Hoffman of United American Mortgage, the place to go for your real estate lending needs. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage. New company, same Ed Hoffman. If you've heard my show, The Main Event, then you know that I think like you do. And that's what you want when you're looking for someone to advise you on real estate financing. Whether you're thinking of financing a piece of property you'd like to own or refinancing a piece of property you already own, or if you or your spouse are over 62 and you'd like to find out more about that reverse mortgage thing that everyone is talking about, and whether that property is in California or another state where you'd like to go to escape California, I can help you find the solution that's right for you and in step with your short-term and long-term plans. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, day or night, toll-free area code 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the United American Mortgage logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921. United American Mortgage Corporation, NMLS ID number 1942. United American Mortgage Corporation is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Real Estate. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And here on Unite IE Radio, we are certified to be the number one conservative talk radio show in our market, in our time slot. And I know that I and my vast staff here at Unite IE Radio have worked very hard to achieve that distinction. Um, Joined today by Jared Gustafson with the uh, Inland Empire Liberty Coalition. We were discussing in the first segment uh, the goings-on before the Redland City Council and the transgender agenda and what's really behind, and what's really behind that. I kind of dominated the discussion in the uh, first segment. So let's turn it over to Jared, and you can run with it. Any of the, anything we talked about, free to speech, transgender, what are your thoughts yeah, on the matter? I just thought it was really interesting. Usually in public comments, city officials are supposed to just listen. But in this case, two city council members responded, and it was a clear sign that they were trying to silent dissent. And I loved that uh, 
hundreds of people really rallied to the next meeting and many of them to defend your right to speak uninhibited by public or city officials commentary. And, uh, and so that's what I feel like is really concerning when Guzman said, we will not tolerate that. Well, they will tolerate it because it's a, it's a constitutionally protected activity. And I love the quote by one of the speakers at night. She said, freedom of speech is a principal pillar in a free government. When this is taken away, free society is dissolved and tyranny is erected in its ruin. And that's Benjamin Franklin. And so we have to do everything we can to preserve freedom of speech. And I thought that the behavior of Jenna Guzman-Lowry was really inappropriate, but super thankful. You know, we had a a conservative uh, organization called Gays Against Groomers, and this is the LGBTQ community speaking out against the sexualization of children, especially um, like hormonal and, and surgical interventions to transgender youth. They're speaking out against it. And so it's, it's always interesting to me, you know, when, when they call us homophobic and uh, hateful, and then their own community is showing up to speak out against these things. And so it's, it's not hateful and it's not homophobic. Actually, their community is agreeing that children should be protected against these uh, gender ideologies and the sexualization of our youth today. So, so thankful for you, uh, Greg, speaking out against, against this stuff. And then uh, I'm really thankful for how the city responded and rallying uh, with you. To, for that clear and concise message. I want to talk about the, the sexualization, but, but before we leave the, the free speech mm-hmm. is yes, at this point they cannot, the government cannot come arrest me merely for what I say and speaking against regime narratives in this right. case, gender affirming treatment, which of course means chemically and surgically castrating, mutilating and sterilizing children. Right. But you have other ways of doing this. And now I'm fortunate I'm in a position where I think I'm hard. They'd be, they're, they're hard to go after me. But if you have if you work for an employer, particularly a public one, not only as a government, but a large, even a large private institution. Um, or you have a business, uh, they'll swarm you. And um, I don't know if you want to, how much you want to talk about it, but you you experienced this not with this latest episode, but previously, where they tried to get yeah. you fired. They 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 they, they go email or tweet or twit, Twitter tweet to your employer, you know, talking about what a terrible person this is. Right. And many many people have been fired. So yeah. Well, if you have it, let me let me finish my point. Then I'm going to put it back to you. Is it's easier for me to say, yes, stand up, because given my private law practice, I'm a sole practitioner. I don't have public, I don't have public clients that have that are that are public corporations, uh, they're they're privately held businesses and individuals. So I am much I'm much harder to economically retaliate against than someone else. So you got someone else, you know, and their job is at risk. And they got a mor- they got a mortgage to pay. They've got a car payment to pay. They got children who like yeah. to eat on a regular basis. And you know, it's it's it, maybe it's a different calculation for someone like that. Yeah, and I understand that. And as someone that's been targeted, and they've emailed my employer, they've tried to get me fired. Um, they have attacked my family in some in some in some ways. But uh, I would say, you know, back in the Wild West days, if you had a dispute in the saloon, they take it out to the street and there's like a shootout. Well, in these day, this day and age, the way that they kill you is online. They just try to cancel you and kill you off. But I think that what keeps me coming back to speak about the issues that matter is because the consequences of not speaking terror uh, are are there. I'm in, I'm in, I'm, in a, I'm a, more afraid of the consequences of, of being silent than I am of the consequences of, of speaking out. And I think that what I'm reminded of is when, when the forefathers signed the declaration of independence, they were immediately put on the blacklist of patriots and targeted, uh, targeted um, by the, you know, the English crown. And so I think that the, the right to this is the gumption to stand up in a free society has to govern us, not the fear of being silenced. Excellent point. And the founders were not, the, the men who signed the Declaration of Independence weren't just blacklisted. They yeah, understood. Targeted. If they were caught, they would be hung as traitors to the crown. Yes. And in the, at, the, at the closing of the Declaration of Independence, they before they, above their signatures, they mutually pledge 
our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. Mm-hmm. And we're not called upon to do that. I mean, yes, yeah. you're you economic. I mean, maybe you're risking your fortune, your economics, but you're not. At least at this point, our lives are not at risk if right. by by standing up and coming back to our model of the show. The most right. important political office is that of the private citizen. And if we don't push back on their narratives, then they take hold and yeah. people and, will believe them. Like and Greg, I, I hear day. a lot of people. I hear a lot of people saying, I don't want to speak out because I have to provide for my family. I don't want to risk my business. I don't want to risk my career and stuff. But it's it's because of your family, you have to speak out because you don't want to put the burden of the lies that are infiltrating society on the backs of your children. So if you don't speak out today, the inevitable burden is passed on to the next generation and the tyranny will just be propagated. So I say speak up now if you care about your children and your family. Excellent point. Our fathers, grandfathers, and so on have passed on to us a free country. Right. So now the question for the citizens of this generation is whether we're going to pass on a free country to our children and grandchildren and succeeding generations. And Ronald Reagan warned us that freedom is always one generation away from extinction. And I think we are at least 50% of our way through that generation. Yeah. Okay. I, I do want to come back to you. We're talking about the sexualization before we close out this, this second segment. Yes, please. And, and that was also, that was also going on in Redlands in particular relating to the past uh, school board election. Right. One of the students found just, and how would the, how would the citizens or parents know what's in the school library? Because it's not listed publicly anywhere. Mm-hmm. They found some very sexually explicit books and some mm-hmm. of the passages I'm not going to read on the air. I was um, I was talking about the subject last week and I and Salem standards would not let me talk about what was um, on one of this uh, Project Veritas videos. They found a dean of a private school talking about what they were quote, teaching, unquote, at uh, at his school. But I can describe this one. Mm-hmm. And one of the books in the in the library in the Redlands government-run schools, is a, the book is called This Book is Gay. That's the literal title. And it has a drawing of what appears to be an adult man naked. Right. And the title of this, uh, the title on the page is Boy on Boy Sex. Doesn't look a boy to me, but that's what it says. And then it proceeds to give how-to instructions. Right. And another example from the same book um, is how sex apps Sex apps work. And wow. telling the children, upload a tiny pic of yourself to the app. The app yes. works out your location. The app tells you who the nearest homosexuals are. And I'm just, I'm quoting, wow. I'm reading from the book. Then you chat with them because they are near. It is easy to meet up with them. Now, of course, how many adults mm-hmm. are on those sex apps? Yeah. Right, exactly. And there's nothing here about it. So it's telling children to go out and make themselves available to adults on the sex mm-hmm. app. And, yeah. that's, and that's, just, that's just a couple examples from the Redlands yeah. school district. But we see this all over the country, even yeah. in conservative areas, just stuff that and great, I, could, this, that, that this I, could content, not, I could not read on Salem radio. Exactly. This content is so sexually explicit and pornographic that it is embarrassing to read to public officials. It's absolutely pornographic. And the fact that they're encouraging children to get online, you know, and chat with adults is is encouraging grooming and and the potential pedophilia. So it's it's very alarming. The fact that people can't see it is feels like we're just living in a willfully ignorant society. Uh, John Nolte of Breitbart wrote, I'm going to paraphrase what what he wrote out because we're almost out of time here, is if 10 years ago you had said, you know, if you you legalize gay marriage in 10 years, they're going to have drag queens in the the schools and they're going to be mutilating, castrating and and chemically and surgically and sterilizing children. You'd have been dismissed as a tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Yet. Yet. Here we are now. Yeah. Imagine. Where are we're on the slippery slope? Where yeah. is that slippery slope of moral decline going to be in five or ten years if the normal, decent thinking, 
particularly Christian, but not, not exclusively Christian citizens, do not stand up now and put a stop to it. Yeah. That's all the time we have for this first half of United IU Radio. Tune in, stay tuned for the exciting second half of United IU Radio. And we're going to be talking about, among other things, uh, amnesty, open borders, end of Title 42, and the coming deluge of illegal immigration. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage. New company, same Ed Hoffman. If you've heard my show, The Main Event, then you know that I think like you do, and that's what you want when you're looking for someone to advise you on real estate financing. Whether you're thinking of financing a piece of property you'd like to own or refinancing a piece of property you already own, or if you or your spouse are over 62 and you'd like to find out more about that reverse mortgage thing that everyone is talking about, and whether that property is in California or another state where you'd like to go to escape California, I can help you find the solution that's right for you and in step with your short-term and long-term plans. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, day or night, toll-free area code 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the United American Mortgage logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921. United American Mortgage Corporation, NMLS ID number 1942. United American Mortgage Corporation is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Real Estate. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar. All-Star Collision, 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. Car Star, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Brenton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, as well as the Unite IE Coalition of Conservative and Patriot Groups in the Inland Empire of Southern California, where our mission is to unite freedom-loving, America-loving Americans and magnify our strength and effectiveness in keeping America great, free, and prosperous. And uh, if that doesn't say extremist and domestic terrorist, I don't know what does. Uh, we're pleased to have on the show this week, uh, Jared Gustafson with the Inland Empire Liberty Coalition. We were had discussing goings on in Redlands, uh, with regarding their, with their transgenderance remembrance day and how that's part of a larger issue and freedom of speech as well as the sexualization of children. And uh, joining us will be Agnes Gidmany to just talk about immigration. But I did have one further thing I wanted to say about the subject of the Transgender Remembrance Day, and the larger agenda. After I made my comments, and one of the far-left city council members, doesn't exactly narrow it down very much these days, um, said that you're trying to scare people. And there, she's right, I am. Because particularly if you're a parent, you should be scared of this agenda because in the government-run schools, they promote it. And at least in California, They can take your children for transgender drugs without your knowledge or consent. Mm. And these drugs are very dangerous. Um, The cross-sex hormones can permanently sterilize your children. And even the so-called puberty blockers can cause osteoporosis, interfere with mental development, and uh, have not been tested for that purpose. So if you're a parent with Children in the government-run schools, you need to be exceptionally vigilant, I think, for this reason, but for a lot of other reasons as well. Um, you need to get, if you love God, if you love America, if you love your children, you need to find a way to get them out of the government-run schools now. And especially now, if you, and if you want to have grandchildren, all the more reason to do so. Um, so we're going to change our subject here to um, immigration. And uh, the ever since Brandon took office and fraudulently, as John Nolte of Breitbart calls him, his fraudulency, they've opened the borders. They've just they have suspended enforcement of immigration laws and are letting essentially everyone in, almost everyone. Uh, at least two million have gotten in across the border released and then at taxpayer expense 
taken at various places around the country and estimated at least another million, they don't know how many, are what they call gotaways, where because the Border Patrol is tied up processing the all the millions of other illegal aliens, the, the border is totally open and unguarded, and anybody can come through carrying anything, drugs, weapons. Um, there was a, a movie, I don't know, five or so years ago by Dennis Michael Lynch, in which he got a cardboard box, painted it bright yellow, and wrote with big bright red letters on it, anthrax. And he crossed over the uh, border into Mexico, unguarded, no fence, no nothing. There was even a little bridge over a drainage ditch for him to cross. Goes in about a mile, turns around, comes back, walks across the border, no one unimpaired, walks to his car, gets in his car, and puts the box labeled anthrax into the back of his, back of his Jeep and drives off. <laughs> wow. So, that, that, so the point is, that really could be anthrax or some deadly pathogen. Could even be, it could even be a nuclear weapon. And yes. nothing is, there's nothing there uh, to stop it. So wow. now, there's, so now uh, w- w- with that kind of background, um, welcome to the show, Agnes. Agnes Gibney is an uh, activist, particularly on the issues of immigration, illegal immigration. She's a legal immigrant, originally from Hungary via Brazil and then to the United States of America. Uh, she is also um, the, an angel mom. Her son was murdered by a previously deported illegal alien. He'd be alive today if the politicians enforced America's immigration laws. Welcome to the show, Agnes. Um, what is, what's the current status of things? So Title 42 is ending. Talk of amnesty. Turn it over to you. What's happening with, on the immigration front now? Well, thank you for having me. Uh, Title 42 ends December 20, which, uh, in my perspective, it's another joke from our government. Uh, it's Title 42 is to keep the uh, diseased people, the CDC, to control uh, the suspended entry of illegal aliens into the United States. What a joke. When we have already in this last two years over 5 million illegal aliens crossing to our borders, and they're not concerned about that. So Title 42 to me is uh, absolute. Um, uh, just this past weekend, we had... Uh, over 2,460 illegal aliens line up to come in through El Paso, Texas. And they're just walking in, uh, coming into our country. What diseases, what criminals, what the traffickers, uh, what drugs, what uh, anything is coming into our country, we have no idea. We have a president who sits in the White House who does absolutely nothing. We have a VP who is absolutely an embarrassment to this country. And Mallorca uh, ought to be arrested along with all of them because he's supposed to be in charge of this and he has done nothing, absolutely nothing. My prediction is, unfortunately, there's going to be hundreds, thousands of Americans injured, killed, assaulted, uh, one being become victims of illegal alien crime these next uh, uh, few years coming up because we don't know who's in our country. You see, when you immigrate into this country, you go through a process. You go first through a background investigation, thorough background investigation. And when you pass that with flying colors, then you have to do the health uh, checks. Make sure you don't have any health issues whatsoever. Even lice, I'm telling you, even lice, they'll turn you back. And now we have an open border. All of these don't matter. Mm -hmm. And I feel bad for those people that are legally trying to apply to come into our country. Why? Come in through the border. You get free housing. You get free medical. You get some money, tax dollars money. It's, it is absolutely an insanity what's happening in our southern border. Let me, say, let me, let me differ with you on insanity. <laughs> it is not insanity. It is a conscious, deliberate strategy by the Democrat Party to wreck our country and to stack the voting deck with people who they think are going to be more pliant and more likely to 
vote for uh, the Democrat Party, either when they, they eventually get amnesty or just, you know, illegal aliens are under our lax voting laws can vote, or at least they can get registered to vote. And then who knows what happens to their ballots? Who knows yeah. who's voting uh, their ballots? Yeah. I'm going to let me, Victor Davis Hanson. He's a great, he's a great commentator, a very great thinker about these things. I wrote an article this week uh, entitled Our Parasitic Generation. There's a lot of ruin in great nations. And he, one of the areas he talked about was, was immigration, what we, we were talking about. And he says that America is rapidly resembling something like wide open 5th century A.D. Rome when its traditional Invaluable northern borders on the Rhine and Danube vanished. Thousands of unassimilated tribes crossed as they pleased on the premise that no one among their overripe soft hosts could or would dare to stop them. Biden just remarked that he is too busy to visit the southern border, and why not? There may have been roughly 5 million illegal aliens who crossed it since his inauguration. He earns contempt from both those who try to enforce the border and those who cross. Illegally, Biden soristically trashes Trump's proposed archaic idea of a wall, always without noticing self-evident truths about it. Anywhere Biden stopped the wall or has not been replaced prior rickety fencing, fencing the, these are the most porous and traffic entry parts. And of course, he's guarded by walls. Right. We, are, we, are, we are approaching a historic 50 million residents who were not born in the United States and of various legal and illegal statuses. In a sane world, we might survive the challenge if the newcomers had all come legally, learned the custom and language of their desired new home, were audited and queried by some logical, meritocratic process, and were quickly assimilated and integrated by a, a confident host population that assumed that anyone who wished to live in America surely desired to help in becoming an American and felt gratitude to their hosts. Instead, there was only chaos, and it is by design. Right. Now, Greg, if I may read just this first par paragraph of an uh, email that I received from Alex Padilla, on an email that I sent uh, opposing this invasion, he says, um, uh, thank you for writing and share your concerns regarding immigration reform. I understand that you, uh, you have concerns regarding immigration reform and its possible impact on workers in the United States. I never said that. I don't have a problem with immigration. We have immigration laws. All we need to do is enforce them. You may be interested to know that many e economists have found that Im immigrants do not have a negative impact on native-born workers' wages, and in many cases actually raise wages overall for American-born workers, while also creating new jobs and increasing tax revenue. I have never seen a more bunch of nonsense and BS as this email, and I'm going to uh, answer his email um, exposing that. Who are these economists saying this? Who are uh, these people? They're probably closely related to the so-called medical experts that said masks <laughs> and the vax work. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But coming up, irony alert. Maybe, maybe the uh, AG should talk to Governor Newsom. Governor yeah. Newsom said this week that the fact is what we've got right now is not working and is about to break in a post-42 world unless we take some responsibility and ownership. So he's, he's complaining now that all of these illegal aliens that he's facilitated and welcomed in are now going to break California. And going on to quote him, the more we do, the more the burden is placed disproportionate on us. We're already at capacity at our sites. We can't continue to fund all of these sites because of the budgetary pressures now being placed on this state and the offsetting issues that I have to address. The reality is, unless we're doing what we're doing, people will end up on the streets. So now Newsom, and he's and never he, California is not affected nearly as much as Texas is. It's going to break California. Wow. 
all these all these illegal aliens. I guess he does. I guess he didn't read. Uh, he wasn't copied with um, uh, Bonta's email that you just read, Agnes. He didn't. He, he, he doesn't. He didn't. He doesn't get the uh, get the memo. The, the illegal aliens are good for the country and good for the economy. That's right. And, and you know, uh, the, the, uh, if Newsom just figured this out, where has he been? What has he been smoking and drinking? Because this has been a big issue for California for many years, and it has put an incredible uh, burden on taxpayers that supports all these illegal aliens and not to mention all everything that he's doing. He's releasing criminals, putting them back on our street, but pay attention people. When my son was murdered, the judge pleaded with the murderer to take a plea bargain from first degree or second degree murder down to voluntary manslaughter. Now Pelosi's husband who allegedly, and I'll say allegedly because they, the other side, says my son was allegedly killed also, so I don't know who do I go visit at the cemetery with his name on it, but uh, watch, he's going to be charged with everything and everything you can think of. He's been charged with assault, attempted kidnapping. Uh, uh, He's going to be charged with everything because it's a politician's loved one that was uh, supposedly attacked. I would like to see pictures of Paul Pelosi's head bashed in because so far nothing has come out. Something is not adding up in this, but mm. whatever. That's just my opinion. Right. And it's, it's, it's covered up. It's all confidential. Nor, well, normally court proceedings are public. So the public can come see what's happening in their judicial system. This one is all, is all covered up. Normally they release the body camera v- video right away on where there's a, a matter or a case of public interest. It's, that's all concealed. Uh, well, they have admitted that Paul Pelosi opened the door for the police. Mm-hmm. And then walked back in towards the guy who supposedly broke in and and uh, then and supposedly attacked him with a hammer. Makes right. perfect sense to me. It's uh, this country is going in a very sad direction, and uh, we need to take control, people. We really need to take control. This last election uh, also proves that uh, there was a lot of ineptness. Uh, within, let's, Agnes, uh, let's hold let's, let's let's hold that discussion. We're going to get into some of these things in the, okay. in the next in, the, in our in our final segment after this word from All Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton, Redlands Tea Party Patriots and Unite IE Coalition of Conservative and Patriot Groups. Pleased to be joined this week by Jared Gustafson with the Inland Empire Liberty Coalition and uh, Agnes Gibney, who is a member of the Redlands Tea Party Patriots Cabinet and a great and a great activist in and of herself. Um, I haven't seen her on Fox News recently, but at one point it was like she should have a, her own dressing room there. She was on uh, she was on Fox News so much, and they they both exemplify the model of the show. The most important political office is that of the private citizen. We're talking about immigration and what's happening, and as bad as as bad as illegal immigration has been for the last two years, it's going to get much much worse when, uh, thanks to a liberal judge. Title 42 is eliminated, and there's already the illegal aliens are massing at the border in in Mexico, ready to surge the border as soon as that ends on uh, December 21. But there's another aspect of what's going on, and amnesty is like the zombie in the movie. It is never dead. It always comes back. And to illustrate how stupid Republicans are, the Republicans in the Senate and I put Republicans in quote marks there. Um, by the way, I just, you know, um, Kirsten Cinema 
left the Democrat Party this past week to become independent. But in good news for the Democrats, Mitt Romney vowed to remain a part of the Democrat Party. So at least they can be they can be happy, happy with that. <laughs> uh, so they're negotiating amnesty and they're stupid enough, notwithstanding what's happening on the border, no enforcement of immigration laws. They're still negotiating amnesty for the so-called DACA's. And they say two million, but it's always more. Every amnesty, it's much, it's many times more. It's multiple times more than what they say it's going to be. Uh, so we'll see whether, what, because it's subject to a filibuster in the Senate, they need 10 rhino Republican senators. And there's about five of them that are retiring this time. So they have, they have, they don't have to, they don't have to face their, their voters again. Um, so it's always, it's always a risk. And now they, the Democrats still control the House. So if they pass an amnesty in the Senate, they'll take it right over to the House and it'll, it, it will go straight through and probably with some rhino Republicans, they're supporting it. Um, Agnes, you, 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 you follow this stuff. Do you have any insight on what's happening yeah, I, with, with the, am, like the amnesty? To, yeah, I would like to uh, say one thing here. Uh, the, the letter from Padilla also says, according to a study by the Center for American Progress, creating a pathway to citizenship for all 11 million undocumented immigrants. I hate when they say undocumented immigrants. They're not immigrants. They're illegal aliens or undocumented aliens, or however you want to say, but they're not immigrants. Currently in the United States would increase U.S. gross domestic products by 1.7 trillion over the, ne- over the next 10 years and creates 438,000 new jobs. First yeah. of all, my question to him is, it's been 11 million, according to this inept government that we have, for the last 10, 20 years. And I'm going to confront him on that because there's probably, I would say, 50 million, now even 60 million illegal aliens in this country. But uh, we, our government, Democrats, always are playing with uh, amnesty. Amnesty is a disaster for this country because we don't know who these people are. They are not fully vetted like a legal immigrant that respects the country to begin with before they are allowed to enter the United States. They disrespected our laws, disrespected our country. They should not be rewarded with amnesty and get a green card to stay legally in the country. Absolutely no, not. Sure. And what's, what's, and what's the, the message then is to everyone in the world is, okay, be an illegal alien. And if not this amnesty, you'll get, you'll get, the, next, you'll get the next amnesty. The amnesty that that, uh, Ronald Reagan uh, did in the 80s with the promise from the Democrats that they would build a wall to prevent more from coming in. They failed miserably on that. Therefore, we should not give amnesty to anybody. Look at Arizona. Arizona is being sued by our government now because they put up those train containers uh, on the border to prevent illegals from crossing. Now they're being sued because they're trying to prevent illegal alien entry into our country. This is yes. how insane it's getting. Yes. Mm. They, fa- they favor illegal immigration. Although I guess new- until, until it's where they live, until it's their state. Uh, we, we quoted Governor Newsom in the previous segment talk, complaining about how what a burden illegal aliens and the increase uh, del- and the deluge of Ill- illegal aliens is on California. And of course, we remember when Ron DeSantis sent a meager 50 illegal aliens to Martha's vineyard, a vineyard, supposedly this liberal welcoming paradise, you know, no, they put up signs that say no human being is illegal. And they were out of there in less than 48 hours. Okay. Wow. Wow. That's how it works. They like it in your neighborhood. They like it when you pay taxes uh, for them, the extra taxes uh, that uh, get squandered on illegal aliens. That's all okay as long as it's not them. Yes. Um, so what, there's another aspect of amnesty, and it's this, is unless it's strictly capped, that there will be, ma- there's, there'll be mass fraud is People will apply for the for the DACA amnesty who aren't even in the country yet. Using they'll use forged documents, 
and then the Democrat bureaucracy will rubber stamp them through. So when they say, supposedly this bill that, or that's being negotiated in secret, of course, we don't get to see it until they rush it out to the floor. Oh, here it is. Vote on it in, th- in two hours. We don't get to see it. Um, they say it's two million. But it will, it will be many times that, that amount as every illegal alien now in the country and yet to arrive in the country applies for their DACA illegal, their DACA amnesty using forged documents to then probably be approved. So you, you may be looking at 10, 20 million. And once, and once they get amnesty and are citizens, they can chain, they can chain migrate in their entire extended families from their home countries or every, or anyone who claims to be a family member from home country. Mm-hmm. And there's mass fraud in that too. Um, yeah. So that, that's, the, that's where we're at. If I may say something, I wanted to tell everybody, uh, wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a wonderful New Year. Absolutely. Um, notwithstanding our problems, we still have a free country and we still have a fighting chance to save her if Americans step up and fulfill the obligations of their most important political office. Thank you, Agnes. Thank you, Jared, for being on the show. Plato said one of the penalties for refusing to participate in politics is that you end up being governed by your inferiors. That's all the time we have this week. And tune in next week for another exciting edition of Unite, i.e. Radio. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage. New company, same Ed Hoffman. If you've heard my show, The Main Event, then you know that I think like you do, and that's what you want when you're looking for someone to advise you on real estate financing. Whether you're thinking of financing a piece of property you'd like to own or refinancing a piece of property you already own, or if you or your spouse are over 62 and you'd like to find out more about that reverse mortgage thing that everyone is talking about, and whether that property is in California or another state where you'd like to go to escape California, I can help you find the solution that's right for you and in step with your short-term and long-term plans. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, day or night, toll-free area code 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the United American Mortgage logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921. United American Mortgage Corporation, NMLS ID number 1942. United American Mortgage Corporation is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Real Estate. AM 590, the answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.